everybody welcome back to another episode and happy thanksgiving well not today but it was monday and i hope you had like a great thanksgiving weekend with your fam um we eat a lot like a lot i'm sure everybody eats a lot but thanksgiving's my second favorite holiday because the food is just I feel immaculate like, i feel like thanksgiving food and christmas food are basically the exact same like you know what no, I mean? yeah no. on christmas, christmas you eat seafood well, no that's do. christmas eve on Christmas Day, you eat the, what do you eat? Turkey. I don't think we eat turkey. Yeah, you do. Yeah, but you don't have stuffing and cranberry sauce and great. Like, it's not the same. You do. I, I, yes, we do. I don't think we do. But anyways, um, what's your favorite Thanksgiving food? Mine definitely has to be. Are you asking me? <laughs> like, I'm just asking myself. Mine definitely has to be the mashed potatoes with a shitload of gravy like i mm-hmm. drench my plate in gravy and it's the only holiday where i allow my food to touch because i feel like all the foods just like are cohesive like with each, each other. other like the cranberry sauce with the gravy with the mashed potatoes like everything just goes together this year was the first year i put cranberry sauce on my thanksgiving plate because and it's good it's actually good it kind of grossed me out at first but it's not that sweet it's kind of bitter so i'm like mm, a lot of people good like don't give cranberry sauce credit like it's really really good i was telling like my family yesterday that thanksgiving always reminds me of that one if you guys watch have watched the scary movie sequels or like the series scary movie 2 where that like really creepy guy has like a doll as a like a doll hand for a hand like he has like like the weird fingers numbs for like fingers and he's like nubs nubs and and then he's like he serves like a turkey mashed potato he goes now for the mashed potatoes and he starts like going like this <laughs> with his hands <laughs> and starts mixing it oh my god yeah i don't know i thought it was just so funny but anyways yeah i hope you guys had a great thanksgiving okay so earlier this week my friend and i were just like talking in general about friendships and how like as you get older you kind of go through so many friends and you learn so ma- much and blah 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 we were just talking about this so i thought it like it brought a lot to my mind and just kind of like reflecting on the past years i've had with different friends and kind of toxicity that's occurred and stuff like that and and i realized that (laughs) and i like it kind of i kind of realized i'm like oh i've kind of seen like fran go through similar things too but you kind of just go through it and don't even talk about what to look for in toxic friends or toxic relationships like that so i thought i would bring it up to fran kind of what we talked about and what i thought from the conversation that i had and yeah talk about on the podcast so these are kind of the things that i came up with based on red flags of toxic friendships right so if you have a friend that you feel brings out the bad version of you that's a no-go like if you have a friend or a group of friends that you kind of go with the flow when you're with them you don't really think about it like let's say you're going to an event or you're just going for dinner or somewhere and you're doing things or talking to people that you wouldn't nor- normally do or people that you wouldn't normally talk to do you go home and feel good about yourself at the end of the day like do you go home and, and you're like that was a good night if you do then you have good friends if you go home and you're like shit I shouldn't have done that I shouldn't have said that you're kind of going over everything you say and do then I think that that's a indication that you're in a toxic toxic friend group or you're in a toxic friendship because if they're bringing out the bad version of you and you're unhappy with yourself at the end of the day, 
you shouldn't be friends with that person. Not only that, not only that, but I feel like when you hang out with people that like maybe you really don't vibe with and you go home after, I don't know if like anybody else feels this, but I felt like physically drained and like emotionally drained after like tired, like literally tired, like not just like, oh, I feel tired. Like, but my, I literally just physically, emotionally, mentally just felt like exhausted. Even when I was with um, like these certain groups of people or even when I was like at these events, like I just didn't talk, like I was opposite. I didn't talk. Like I got to That's a point like where I didn't talk and I just kind of was like, yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. Like I was just, I was there, but I wasn't actually there. That's another point I have. Like, do you feel insecure or drained after hanging out with them? Not so insecure, but like just drained. I do feel insecure that not insecure with myself, just like or insecure. Not now, like no, that. no, not now. I have great friends now. This is just in the past. Like we've had so many like different friends and I'm not talking about, I'm kind of just talking about general situations, but there's been situations where I felt insecure, not with myself around those people, but with the setting that I was in. Like, I just felt insecure and weird being there. And it was just bad vibes. And I'm just like, and you don't even know why you're doing it. It's almost like you're just doing it to do it. If you feel that, like, why continue that? That's not like, that's not what friendship should feel like. And I know you guys all know what I'm talking about. When you're in that situation with a person or with a group of people at a restaurant, at a party, at a club, at an event that you don't want to be at. But you just feel like you need to go to kind of uphold this image of you and your friends going places. You know what I mean? That's just like, that's very high school-ish. But it also kind of extends out into your university years as well. And and like when you're an adult or when you're a little bit older and you look back on that, you're like, shit, like I didn't even want to be in these places. Like that's, and and honestly, it's not necessarily like the person you're hanging out with is a toxic person. But more so like it's just a toxic friendship. Like you, you two just don't vibe and that's why you feel drained at the end of the day, like Fran said, because you're trying so hard to be able to vibe with these people or in that environment. Also, um, like what you just said, I feel like when you're younger or in high school or in like those prime time years where like people are inviting you out places and you're like, fuck, like who can I ask to go out with? And you just, you know, automatically ask your friend group, even though there's some people that maybe you don't vibe with or like you have toxic friends, you automatically ask those people because you want to uphold like like a status or that you have friends you know what I mean now if somebody asks me to go out like I don't care to like go by myself <laughs> like I'm being straight up like I don't feel the need to be like oh my god I have like not a lot of friends to ask like I really don't care like to label myself as not a lot of, I don't have a lot of friends like I'm being straight up honest like I don't have a lot of friends but quality over quantity like I have friends that I'm close with and I have acquaintances that I'm that I speak to and people that like I feel the need to reach out to but I don't have I'm it kind of sucks I don't have like a huge cohesive friend group like I used to but I still talk to some people that maybe I used to have a friend a friend group with or I still have like my best friends it's just I don't have like a big friend group it's like different little but i think that a lot of groups. people have that now they have friends from like different like it's i have my like, soccer friends yeah, i have my work like, friends i have my two best friends i have um my other friends you know what i mean like i have but different that's, friends. that's exactly like me and i feel like that that's that's most people's but experiences when I out, but i know that there's also some people that have their core group from high school and that's great that that's great if you could uphold that like yeah, I think it's safe to say most of us do have, like, what Fran said, like, even me, I have friends from different groups of friends, you know what I mean? I'm not necessarily just, I have one group of friends and that's, that's it, they all came from different places, if that makes sense, like, people that I grew up with, and then there's some people from high school, and then there's, like, a person from work, or this work, or that work. I think the point of what we're trying to say right now is that you, you pick who you want to stay in your life based on how they make you feel. You shouldn't feel drained after 
after being with a friend or hanging out with them or going out with them. And I think that I'm like happy saying that all the friends that I do have in my life don't make me feel that way. And I'm happy with the friends that I have, the people that I've kept in my life. And I think you are too at this point. Not only that, also we're talking about toxic people. No, this is what you do. You start every sentence with not only that. Yeah, I, know, I always do that. I don't know why. Anyways. Is there like other ways to start sentences? Like, <laughs> Yeah, just just start the sentence. Um, I'm like I'm like talking in a way like I do my essays. Like, yeah, I know. In other words. <laughs> like, But um, another sign, I think, of toxicity, which I went through a lot, or like I feel like a lot of people, is people like i see all the time like when your friends low-key just trying to like jab you in front of other people i used mm-hmm. to actually that used to trigger my flight or fight and i wanted to mm-hmm. fight every time but like i just didn't <laughs> like i literally wanted to turn to the person and be like can you shut the hell up please you annoying ass b-word i remember like this is actually funny now but i remember somebody told a guy that i liked that i didn't shave my armpits and this like person was like yeah and i was just like wow like, who Didn't the guy come up to you after and, like, say, like, can you show me your armpit or something? No, no, he he was oh, like... you showed him your armpit? No, no, he like, see, I do no, shave my armpit. No, he's the one who told me that that was said, and he's like, oh, I don't... Yeah, he's like, I don't you, believe did it. Did you lift your arm or something to show him you I did lift my arm. I was like, look. It's kind of fucking weird. <laughs> Bro, I was so, I was so, like... Look at my shaved armpit. No, but I was so caught off guard. I was like, why would why would this person say that about me and that's just like one stupid little immature one like we were really young but there's been like other times too i've had like another time where somebody told a guy that i liked this was when we're a bit older um basically that i was into the person that they were that they were talking to so they went up to the guy i liked a friend of mine and told that person that i was actually into who they were talking to and who they were with physically which wasn't true obviously and i don't even know bro i was so naive i don't know how i didn't i don't know how i didn't like like, situations that happened to you were more like they actually did it and like you like witnessed it for me it was more like manipulation kind of yeah 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 another stupid one that like i always never liked is when somebody or like your friends will like ask like okay let's go out tonight let's go here and everyone's down when you ask like no one's down (laughs) is that just happened to me or does it happen to you too I feel like that's not really a toxic trait. No, though. but it's just annoying. It's annoying, yeah. Back to the the low-key manipulation thing. I feel like that a lot of people can relate to that where you're confiding in your friends, your best friends, whoever, and they bring up what you say in front of other people. That's definitely a toxic trait. Don't just let that shit slide. Like, even the two examples I, I brought up, those are a little more immature, like, childish. But even then, like, I shouldn't have let that stuff slide. I should have realized, like, oh, you're trying to embarrass me? That's obviously not a good friend. Like, I can't even think of any of my friends ever now doing that to me. But it's obviously easier said than done to cut off things. I think I'm not the type of person to just, like, be like, hey, fuck you, bye. Like, we're not friends anymore. Like, I'm not like that at all because I've said before, like, I have, like, a really big heart and I like to give everyone the benefit of the doubt and just give people multiple chances. So what I've learned works best for me is, like, you just slowly disintegrate like and just not talk to them again um until unless like until at least you find maturity in yourself to be the bigger person and then just be like civil with these people or you know people can change like i've seen this it a I lot think. of people can change from how they used to act and like i don't think people i don't know i just don't think 
I think people can change. So like if you want to go back to being friends with that person or you want to be civil with them, like fine. But as long as it benefits you and like doesn't put you at like in a negative mindset. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. This is what I think. I think that toxicity rubs off. Like we were saying before, if you find that like you're feeling insecure, you're feeling drained, you're, you're feeling embarrassed, you're feeling not totally yourself around these people. Is there really anything to talk about or salvage? You know what I mean? You Like... Is it worth it talking to this person and being like, hey, I feel this way around you? You know what I mean? It's it's almost like not worth it because that's well, just the try. way that you, you can. And you know what? You can try. You can and try. If it, if it doesn't work, then it doesn't work. But I think it's different than like an actual situation where somebody does something to you and then you want to talk about it and you get over it. Friends have fights. It's different. But if it's like a constant state of being in that toxic environment, then it's almost like, is it easier or is it not easier, but is it more beneficial for yourself to just remove yourself and just kind of remain acquaintances with these people? And if you don't talk, you don't talk. It's just kind of fades away, like Fran said. Or do you talk to them and, and like explain what you're feeling? You could try and do that. For the friendships that like I'm talking about or like just for my personal self, I just didn't feel like it was worth it. There was other more important people, more important things in my life. And I'm sure the other people involved in like the many friendships I've had in the past maybe they feel that way about me. Maybe they didn't vibe with me. Maybe my energy, my aura wasn't what they vibed with and they didn't want to be around me because sometimes it's not always the other person. You know what I mean? Like their toxicity can like, trust me, I've been friends with some toxic ass people, like actually manipulative, toxic. I don't even know how I was even friends with someone like that. But then I've also been friends with people who just it didn't it just didn't work out like you kind of just lose interest in each other's lives you kind of lose interest in the same things altogether you know what I mean so I think that like it can go both ways another toxic trait that I wrote down is do you find yourself when you're with these people being constantly judgmental you know what I mean Mm. like are you constantly with them just judging other people talking about other people like oh my god that girl did you see she looks so ugly in that dress and that picture she posted on instagram oh my god it's so edited like zooming into the picture just observing that type of stuff i've had those relationships too i'm not gonna lie i engage in it i'd be like oh my god this person did this this and then like i would go home at the end of the night and i'm like i don't actually think things about these people that we're talking about i actually like these people i don't want to be fake and i found myself being fake and so judgmental that it almost like encompassed my thinking and like it was becoming who I was of course let's be real we all gossip a bit you know what I mean Mm -hmm. you get together with your girlfriends to gossip about your boyfriends about your parents about your jobs whatever the case may be but like you don't get together with your friends to be so judgy and rude and cruel and bring other people down I personally don't do that you know what I mean and I found myself doing that at one point I wanted to change myself and I'm like this is toxic and I actually realized that and, and kind of because the only thing you have in common with them is exactly to talk shit. exactly that that's what that's kind of what I was getting at and you if, feel like if you don't then you're not what else are you gonna talk about yeah or the only thing you have in common is like things from like the past like that happened so long ago that you can kind of just like you harp on that you don't really get over and like that's the only thing you kind of really have in common Mm -hmm. because there's nothing else really going for that friendship so like you kind of find yourself in this cycle where it's like hey i want to move past this point in my life but like i can't because i'm just always talking about it yeah so that's definitely a toxic trait that i kind of realized in hindsight not exactly in the moment but definitely in hindsight okay another one that i have that I wrote down here is freeloaders. The hell's up? People who just kind of mooch and are freeloaders. 
and they kind of take advantage of your kindness and your niceness. Like, I feel like I'm similar to my dad in the sense where, like, I, I notice my dad does this with a lot of his friends. He always wants to, like, give, give, give. Like, oh, I'll give you right here. Oh, let's go out for dinner. I got the, the tab, this and that. Like, I'm very much like that. And in the past, I've been friends with people who take advantage of that hard. Yeah. Like, for example, I drive all the time. I'm, I offer to drive a couple times, but then I, I would end up... That's my biggest fucking pet peeve. Not even with my friends, but just people in general. Like, let's... like. I don't care to drive people around. I'm so generous like that. Like, if I want to make plans with people, I'm the one driving all the time. If I say, let's go to Niagara Falls, like, I'm not going to make you drive. Like, it's my idea. I'm going to drive. If I say, let's go for dinner, let's go get ice cream, like, I'm one, I'm going to be the one who pays. But at the same time, like, if you're then coming to me and saying, hey, let's go here, and it's, like, far away, or even if not far away, like, offer to fucking drive. Like At least offer. Like, it's so... I would never ask somebody, like, oh, you need to pay me for gas. But I know some of my friends who, like... I literally get into their car and they, they, they've asked me to pay for gas. I was like, like what? Like how many times have I driven you? Like, okay, I'll pay for your gas. But like, well, there's other times where like Sam said, I'll get the bill. And then like when they offer to get the bill, they're like, okay, like can you eat change me now? Like I, I paid. I'm like, dude, like that's so that's fucking weird. Yeah, like don't be cheap. Like I hate people like that. I understand if you're like, if you're really friends and you're in a situation where you feel like you can't pay, you, you'll no, say but it. That's, you know, that's different. Fine. That's, that's not different. what she's saying. Just to reiterate, because like, I'm not mean, that, like but that, that's like, not that's not what she's saying. Like I literally had a friend. I drove every time we chilled. I'm not joking. Every time it just it came to a point where I was like, okay, wait. Like my mom would say something, and you know when your parents say something, that's also um, an indication that you might be in yeah, toxic depression because they always know. Yeah, my mom would be like, um, does she like pay you for gas? And again, like Fran said, I would never ask that. And I'm like, no mom, what the hell? She was like, okay, but I don't understand. Like you're literally driving every day to chill, to do this, to do that, to go to the mall, to go here, to go there. Like at least the amount I'll meet you halfway. And the amount of times that I've paid for this person, again, I didn't mind because they forgot their wallet or whatever. But then it came to a point where like, I was like, wait, like I'm not, I was younger, right? I'm like, I'm in this exact same situation as you. I'm still in school. I have shit to pay for. Like, why am I the one that's doing all this? It was almost like a one-sided friendship. And they take advantage of the situation. That's yeah, and they took advantage of my kindness. And I'm no longer friends with this person anymore because it kind of dwindled away and there was really nothing left there to salvage. I couldn't do anything anymore for this person. And I think that they realized that. You know what I mean? They're kind of, they, they used me pretty much. Oh I, I think that they used me. And it actually like kind of hurts a little bit because I genuinely liked hanging out and I liked doing these things. But the fact that like this person never reached out to me anymore, I was kind of like, wow, like you really, you really, really did use me. And this was also the type of person that, that exhibited another type of toxic trait, which I have down here is that they get weird when you're doing the same thing. And it puts you in a bad mood. Meaning like, for example, if we're going shopping, we both pick up... The, I literally remember the situation. We both picked up the same pair of pants. She was like, wait, I'm buying these pants. I'm like, okay, so am I. Oh my God, that's like, not, what? That's the like fuck? when people are like, I call dibs on this guy. Like, there's no yeah. dibs. I'm no, like, like, there's no dibs. She did not want me to, to buy the same pair of pants as her. Why can't we both look in those pants? Because you have to compete with me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Those are people who want to compete with you. Or like, or she was dying her hair balayage or I was dying my hair balayage and she was like wait but like I said that I was gonna be dying my hair balayage I'm like what who are we cares? five who like, cares and like when I look back I realize that like wow how about people who okay like, like I said call dibs on somebody or I don't even understand the thing of calling dibs on people like that's so stupid but then they the guy or the person doesn't end up you know 
connecting with them and then they connect with you instead and they get mad. That's also one that I, I hated because how are you going to control who your friend talks to? Did this to? happen to you? Yeah. Yeah, this happened to me like a bunch of times. This happened to me and I couldn't persuade, like, pursue anything with the person that I actually liked and like had a connection with because I was looking at myself like you're such a shit friend like doing that when they called dibs on him like as if he's like, yeah. a piece of like meat, meat. <laughs> like that's so stupid also my biggest pet peeve is when you confine in a friend in something or tell them something about your life and then they use it against you as like a joke friend does, does that this. to me all the time <laughs> <laughs> sam does this she's a toxic sister okay. you know, you're a toxic sister but, you okay, did that to me i that's only why I do that smoothie on you you that's literally too, though like we use when? each other but she'll say th- I'll, I'll tell her something and she'll be like the next day she'll be like this is why this happened to you xyz like blah blah okay you do the exact same thing i only do it to sam because that's my sister so like i don't really like it's like yeah, whatever I would never do that to but i would never else. do it like, to my I know friend she's gonna if, get over it. if my friend were to come to me like talking about well, what they did last night with somebody or um i don't know like something about their family life or about their house or about something and then like i use it against them like i feel like shit like, mm-hmm. not just used against them, but, like, as a joking way. Like, so moving on. okay, for example, this didn't happen to me, but let's just say you and your boyfriend broke up or you and your girlfriend broke up and you're confining your friend saying that, like, he told me that, you know, um, I was too clingy or, like, too emotional and, like, I had, like, anxiety, whatever. Like, I was too, like, emotionally attached. And then two days later, you're talking to your friend and, like, maybe um, inhibiting some traits, like, uh, emotional or, like, clingy or whatever. And they say, like, oh, no wonder why he broke up with you. Like, look, you're being, like, emo- like shit like that. Like, I hate that so much. Or they like, kind you- of use your words against you. Like, oh, you're being emotional. You're being too emotional. You're being too anxious. You're, like, getting too yeah. anxious right now. Yeah. I don't like that either. That's happened. All. That's happened to me as that well. That happens to me recently, too, and I hate it. But now I call them out on it. Like, it's different. I, I don't just, like, hee, hee, hee. Like, yeah. That's another thing. If you're, like, if you are in a place where you've kind of gotten rid of most of this toxicity in your life, when it comes up again, you'll kind of know how to deal with it. I'm not saying that, like, nobody has their bad days with their friends. Obviously, you're gonna, there's gonna be things about your friends that are gonna bother you. Obviously. I probably piss my friends off all the time. Yeah, I probably piss my friends off like, too. With so some annoying. things I do, they're probably like, okay, you're, you're, I hate when she does this. But, like, we can kind of be open and honest and mature about it. You know what I mean? And kind of recognize it, step away and come back. If it's a constant thing, then that's different. But if you can kind of recognize it, talk about it, call it out, then I, then I think that, like, you're kind of growing in that sense. I, I have, have an example, sorry, that actually made me, like, cry. <laughs> it was just so, like, like, weird. But basically, in the beginning of quarantine, someone close to us got COVID, like we said, and it was literally, like, four days before my birthday. Like, it was my first time seeing my friends. Like, I had them all in the backyard. Like, I wanted to, like, drink and just have a good time because I was going through, like, a bad time um in march whatever so i was really excited to just be with my girlfriends i haven't seen them since like march right so um i had to get tested because i was in contact with this person and my results came back negative and my friend martina was just expressing to me how she feels uncomfortable coming to my birthday because um like i tested negative but i can still be a positive whatever long story short like we got into kind of an argument because i was offended i was like dude i'm not i'm not positive i get you're uncomfortable like i'm not gonna force you but i'm literally not negative i got tested like and it said that the doctor told me like specifically but if you want to come whatever anyways long story short we got into like a big argument it kind of went back and forth and something that when i used to get into arguments with my friends i my feelings were never validated like i always they were always like to me you're acting like a victim stop playing victim like blah blah blah. and i was like okay i'm gonna say how i feel because like i'm just gonna look like i'm like trying to play victim but Martina calls me and I was like, hello. And I was kind of like mad at her. And 
she was like explaining her feelings. I'm like, this is so rare. Like I was like, what's happening right now? Like, Not rare for her, but just rare. Rare for me. Cause I was yeah. like, dude, like me and Martina never fight. Like ever, like ever, 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 ever fight. It's like our first argument we had. And she was like explaining her feelings. And then I ended up explaining my feelings and we started crying on the phone together. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm not emotional like at all with her and like neither is she with me. So like, we hardly ever hug. Like, we're just very, like... But that like, shows that she's a good, like, she's yeah. a good friend. Because crying she... I never made, like, wanted to make you feel uncomfortable. Like, of course I'm going to come. Like, well, you came to mind. I, like, started crying. And I was like, I appreciate you telling me. Like, I've never had... I don't know. It was just so Because weird. it's important that you understood But I literally felt, realized, but, like, like, that's in the moment. Like, I realized... It wasn't too long ago, but I realized, like, damn, this is actually, like, a true, like, best friend. Like, she valid... Like, she took my feelings into consideration, even though, like, she felt a little bit uncomfortable. And, yeah, I could have been also acting irrationally because I'm like... I don't have COVID, like, you, like blah, 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 blah. And, like, I didn't take into but consideration. The, the, that's that- what I was going to say. Like, not only did she validate your feelings, but she took the time to explain how, like, she was also feeling because you could have been a little bit irrational because it's, it's, if I'm being honest, if I was in that situation and my friend tested ne- negative yesterday and you hear all the news and, like, all this stuff about how it could be a false negative and they actually have it, I might have been nervous too. I might have been like, listen, like, you tested negative, but, like, I want to give it a few days before I see you. I, I probably honestly would have said the same thing or her. Uh, sorry, I'm not going to lie. Like same. But I just felt like sad because I was going through so much like in those those months and like like I just wanted to see her. Like I want I was kind of being selfish, but she like took the time to understand that and then like yeah. I think that's happened. a that's a good story. That's like a great example of how like you can like grow from things that have happened in your past when it comes to friends and toxicity. Um, and yeah, I think that that's, I think that if you find any of these things happening within your friend group with, with one friend, like, I, I feel like you'll recognize it after hearing some of our examples. So if they weren't that clear, obviously we can't say people's names or tell like full stories, but yeah, this is just something that came across my mind this week. And I thought that it would resonate with a lot of people. Half the people listening to this probably have already been through what we're talking about and have grown from it already. Whenever I bring this up, I get reheated. And a lot of you guys or whoever's listening probably thinking like it's not that big of a deal and you're just soft. We post on our story like those DMs about this guy like debating me about animal rights and then like says can something. We, can we read the whole one thing? One sec, yeah. And then says something like really sexualizing. And then I got so mad. And like I feel like people who like looked at the story didn't even like regard that part i'm just kind of just looking at the debate but that part triggered me guys i was shaking and at 3 a.m this was 3 a.m i was arguing with this guy at 3 a.m dude i walked in the sam comes home i'm like a possessed person like she opened the garage door she scared the f out of me my hair is like looks like a fridge i'm like what the heck happened i'm like shaking i'm like this guy just literally pissed me just people piss me off okay read the phone i'm gonna i'm gonna read it if you guys know what i'm talking about i posted a story about five thousand like plus pets domestic pets were um being like shipped um out of china doggies dogs bunnies cats like domestic animals and they were killed like while doing so now if you do not know me i fucking love animals and for someone to tell me that i don't actually like it angers me when people tell me i don't love animals like it angers me so much so this guy responds to that story saying if you eat meat you're the biggest hypocrite and basically i responded back saying just because i eat meat doesn't mean that i support domestic animal abuse or like neglect like that makes no sense at all basically i'm saying that and i said advocating for animal rights can be done in a lot of different ways not just by becoming a vegetarian like good for you you're a vegetarian don't eat meat i hate when people 
like try to push that on other people. Okay, wait, read the whole thing first, then we'll go through it. Okay. If you eat meat, you're the biggest hypocrite. I said, just because I eat meat, it doesn't mean I support the way domestic animals are being abused or treated poorly. Advocating advocating for animal rights can be done in a lot of different ways. LOL. Not just by becoming vegetarian. Then he goes... Sorry about our dog barking. We can't get her to stop. Then he goes, you eat meat for your taste buds. The animals get slaughtered so that you can get that yummy meal. Weird. You posted a pic about animal rights, yet your action proves you don't have any. Can't put it more simple than that. First of all, (laughs) dumbass, because you don't have any animal rights. No fucking shit. I'm not an animal, so no shit. I don't have animal rights. I think what he meant to say was, I do not advocate for animal rights because I eat meat. So first of all, you're dumb. So basically, I just kind of like sarcastically reworded his um, question. And I said, it does not in any way mean I agree with how these animals are being treated. Instead of labeling me as a hypocrite, why don't you ask me like what I'm doing behind the scenes to help in some ways? I said, some people's religion and culture require them to eat meat, but there's still ways that I am pushing for better corporate decisions to happen during production. Don't be so close-minded. I appreciate your opinion though, okay? So I was so nice. Then he goes, reread your second sentence and think for a couple seconds about what you wrote. Science has proven to us today that not eating meat is healthier with proper diet. No one fucking asked. (laughs) Everything else you wrote is nonsense, but maybe with better behavior, I'd let you eat my meat. And this is when I start to shake. (laughs) This is why I literally look at my phone. I said, first of all, this guy does not even know, like we hardly know each other. I've had one class with him, one class with him at Ryerson. Okay. And it was in first year. Who the fuck are you? Like, who are like, you? Like, how do you feel comfortable enough talking to someone like that? Like, you look that? like an idiot. Eat like, my meat? Like, who the fuck ew, do you think yo, you I'm gonna are, yuck. I'm going to yuck. And then I go, and then I start getting so snappy. I was like, no, you reread that sentence and answer my question. Animal cruelty is neglecting pets. It's physically or sexually abusing them. It's locking them up for entertainment pur- purposes. It's using them to test animal products. It does not make sense that because I eat meat, you're telling me I condone all, of, all those things. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck if it's healthier. That's not the point. And then I said, typical response from an egotistic male of my inbox. Thanks. And he never responded. Aren't I, you embarrassed? First of all, the fact that like he, not just because he's a male, it's rude of, of anyone to do this. And like we said in our Instagram story, we're all for debating opinions. I think that that's what, that's what like sparks new ideas, new conversation is debating opinions you're able to kind of open the person, the other person up. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he, if he kind of debated his opinion in a more polite conversational matter rather than an aggressive condescending matter, he could have opened your eyes maybe to veganism. Oh, maybe, maybe I can like look no. into, ve- no, but I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying like, like I'm he, so stubborn. Like, no, with my I'm opinion, just saying like, no. if he had a good point, you know what I'm saying? You could have kind of like opened yourself up. He could have opened himself up. But for people, when people are condescending, and argumentative in their debate in in their debates on highly disputed topics like animal cruelty and animal abuse. I hate people like that. I'm sorry, like I fucking hate you. I personally could not eat could not become vegan because my doctor literally told me you cannot become vegan. You're so low iron that you need that red meat. You need that. Like I personally could not and I actually can't eat beans in case anyone cares. And I know a lot of vegan veganism is eating legumes and stuff and I can't eat that. <laughs> like I literally cannot eat that. It Ew, will destroy that's a word. I thought it was French. legumes. No, legumes is like beans, chickpeas, that type of shit. The doctor told me that I can't eat that. I have a digestive oh issue. Okay? So even if I wanted to, like I just would not get the right nutrients with all the supplements in the world. So I just want to point that out. So not everyone can become vegan. Listen, no, but wait. Someone I'm said not done. Wait. wait. You, know, you, you wait. Ah, so, excuse me, I do, but I do know some vegans that 
practice it in a way that's non-invasive into other people's life and I like to learn about more plant-based diets and I definitely have taken a stride in becoming more open to going a little bit more plant-based but not fully because I actually can't or just consume less red meat or meat like there's other ways that you can like stop (sighs) kiki I understand what this guy's saying in the point uh, that like vegan and veganism is proved to be healthier. Yeah, maybe science does prove veganism to be healthier and meat production contributes to a lot of CO2 emissions into the environment. I, I know that I studied that like I understand that. So being vegan is actually a step towards helping the planet. I respect those vegans who don't impose their beliefs on other people, just like I respect anyone who doesn't impose their beliefs and on I other people. And I get that. I get that. I get that. But someone literally responded to us. Like, I agree 100%. Like, people don't know the difference between the food chain and animal cruelty. Like, you're telling me because I eat red meat, especially, this is pertaining to domestic animals. I have a dog. So because I eat red meat, I, I, I don't care if my dog gets abused. Like, he was making negative sense. You think I advocate for that just because I eat meat? No. Like, that literally breaks my heart watching i I don't want the cows or chickens that we're eating to be tortured me and friend literally make sure that we buy organic locally grown farm-raised meat and that's what we do to help that not only that make a step in the right direction i live with my mom okay my mom cooks for me like i don't cook my own meals so (laughs) she is well she makes red meat that night i'm eating it otherwise i'm not eating shit because like i eat what my mom makes me and she makes italian meat enriched meals pasta with meat sauce also buco veal pork like lamb like we eat so much meat and like i can't tell my mom don't make meat tonight mom i want a leafy green salad she's gonna be like go fuck yourself go eat your go make your own meal then like when i'm out of my house and i need to fend for myself and eat yeah maybe i'll look at the options at eating less red meat but for now i cannot it's in my culture it's in my lifestyle but i'm doing other ways again not just by eating vegetables or eating less meat by not using animal tested products yeah by we buy makeup donating we don't, we don't buy makeup that has been tested on animals like it's just annoying and then the last part that really annoys me is that i let you eat my meat part like buddy ew. that's the part that annoyed me like i wouldn't go so far into this if he didn't say that because i think he knows that he didn't really have anything else to say yeah to i was you. right he You're knows wrong. that you were making like... valid points so then he he felt the need to sexualize your opinion and i'm sure if it was a guy arguing with him he wouldn't say anything like that he wouldn't say like anything derogatory towards a guy and it's almost annoying because you almost know that he got off on the fact that you were getting mad you know what i mean he probably looked at that and he's like haha she's so cheesed i know i shouldn't have answered but That's, i was like I heated know. in the moment i don't know and it's just annoying because it's like why do you have to resort to that and how the fuck do you feel comfortable saying that to someone yeah, dude, like, like ew like he actually looks like an idiot can you imagine he listens to this? He won't. He's like a random person. Like, why do I even have you on Instagram? Did you unfollow him? Yeah, and I blocked him. Like, why do I know you? You're in one of my accounting classes. Like, that, I don't care. Point of the story that is... That bothers me. Don't tell me I don't love animals. Like, thanks. Anyways, <laughs> that was our little spiel. And, yeah, on that note, we are going to end this off. Actually, no, I just want to call friend out on something before we end off this podcast. Um, So, every morning... I wake up earlier than her, way earlier than her, and I have time for myself. So I have had this newfound manifestation routine where I have like two books and I read them and I and I journal when and I write my shit. Did a manifestation. Okay, you did not do that. All you did was write the same thing over and over again no, on no. a random piece of paper. No, yeah, I'm not did. just saying that. I'm even saying when I meditated in my bed and that you made fun of me for for having that meditation guy on my phone. I wonder. Oh, yeah, was- sorry about that. But anyways. I do that, right? And I left my shit on the on the kitchen table this morning and I came back home like after the gym and it's open. And I'm like, why did you feel the need to go into my dream journal and read it? 
Like, that's actually weird. I'm sorry. So weird. No, that's actually weird. So the shit in there is just so funny. <laughs> that's actually rude as fuck. Like, she's, like, drawing out. Like, Don't <laughs> say it. Like, why would you do that? Like, like a real- web? Can you stop? It's called a vision board. And the middle part is, like, me, and there's, like, little squiggles. What? No, the middle part to me, as in me, Sam, and then, like, the squiggles coming out of it is what I am. Anyways, I don't I, know. I know. Why did you feel the need to read it? Like, you actually I went was through street. it. I'm really, I'm just, like, nosy. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was so really if you ever call me nosy again, I think you've read it twice already. I did. Yeah. For what reason? I don't know. I was trying to see if you talk shit about me in there. Why would I talk shit to a book about you? I could say it to your face. Like, <laughs> what the hell would I write? It's not a journal where I'm like, dear journal, today Fran pissed me off. It kind of off. is. No, it's not. Anyways, guys, okay, this, this is getting lengthy. So we're going to cut it here and we will be back next episode. On that note, we are out. Goodbye.